New York is the city that never sleeps, and neither does Sal Licata. From Flushing in the Bronx to the Meadowlands in MSG, Sal sounds off on the biggest sports news of the day. Welcome to WFAN Daily with Sal Licata. Hello and welcome to the latest edition of WFAN Daily. Hope your Monday is going swimmingly on this holiday edition, actually, MLK Day. We'll be at work a little bit later on, 10 a.m. to 2 p. with BT on the fan. But for now, you get the WFAN Daily Podcast, where you can rate, subscribe, download, wherever you get your podcasts. And, you know, I was watching, like, did you, did you guys watch Wild Card Weekend? I was watching Wild Card Weekend, and two things came to mind. Number one, the disparity between what we watch every week from a New York standpoint, as far as the Jets and Giants go locally, and actual good football teams. You know, you watch these playoff teams and you're excited and it's great. And it's one of my favorite weekends in all sports. I've said that last week where it's, you know, the wildcard weekend and then the division around the two best weekends in all sports for my, for my money. But when your team is in it, it's a whole different feel. I mean, that's what it's all about. That's what we do as fans. You want to see your team get an opportunity to be in the postseason like we saw with the Giants a year ago when Daniel Jones had that big win. But you watch them play, and we get the double dose of the crappy football teams. You watch the Jets and Giants play all year long, and you see bad football week in, week out, just bad football. And then you watch the postseason now with the Jets and Giants out of it, and you're seeing, well, in some cases, bad football. But for the most part, you're seeing – Good football teams, like get this, football teams that could actually move the football, like offensively, run the football well, get first downs, score touchdowns. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I think if you watch too much Jets and Giants, as we all have, I feel like you forget that teams can actually score touchdowns on a regular basis, even maybe their first, I don't know, three drives of a game, where sometimes it takes the Jets or Giants, it felt like three weeks to score a touchdown. So the disparity in watching the Jets and Giants versus the playoff teams can be very disheartening and disappointing. However, however, and this is the bright side, maybe it's not so bad after all. Did you see the absolute ass-kicking that was put on Dak Prescott and the Dallas Cowboys? Did you see Tua Tagovailoa throw the ball backwards 95% of the game on Saturday night in Kansas City in the frigid cold? Did you watch Joe Flacco and the Browns get their asses kicked by the Houston Texans? I mean, I don't know what to think anymore with the NFL, where things that you watch play out for nearly 18 weeks of a regular season go the complete opposite way in one game in the postseason. Now, in the Dolphins' case, a little different, where they choked the division away. They were playing in the frigid cold. All right, fine. But I've watched – see, this is what's hard for me. It used to be you watch somebody play, and you could watch them for an extended period, whatever, a season, two seasons, a few weeks, whatever it may be. You watch the highlights. I've watched Tua Tagovailoa in the beginning of his career, and I said, this guy stinks. He's got no arm. And then he goes out there and looks like an MVP, went healthy last season before the concussion. Then he came back this year, throwing the ball all over the place, looking again like a top quarterback. And then you watch him in the postseason game on Saturday night, and he looks like a guy who I saw initially in the league. He can't throw the football down the field. He stinks. 
So I don't know what to believe. Down, up, down, up. Then you look at the Browns' defense. Forget Joe Flacco because we know what he is, and he made some terrible decisions, but he did really a great job getting Cleveland to where they were in the postseason, but they were built on their defense. Their defense goes out there, and they can't stop the Houston Texans. Cleveland's defense is like a defense. How can a defense be that different from home and away? Cleveland's defense should have been better, more consistent. They weren't. They were awful. They got chewed up by C.J. Stroud, and that's another aspect of this whole thing. Think of where the Texans were one year ago today. Regardless of when you're listening to this, one year ago today, think where the Texans were. So to go with a rookie head coach, rookie quarterback, wasn't even the consensus top pick or all that stuff. Oh, you got to go get this guy. Got to trade out a trade for this guy. Nope. Panthers did that with Young. How'd that work out? But the Texans went from nearly worst to nearly first, winning their division, crushing the Browns in a playoff game as well. Remarkable turnaround. So that should give you reason enough not to lose hope. But the NFL is different. Week to week, year to year, it's different. I did the same thing with Daniel Jones. Initially looked good. After that, looked awful, 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 awful. Last year looked good. This year again, awful and obviously hurt. You never know. And then you get to the Cowboys who, I mean, man, you thought the Dolphins had it bad. How about the Dallas Cowboys? I, If you're a Cowboys fan, you got to be thinking, I, like, I don't know what to do. And, and by the way, Bill Belichick's not the answer. And if you're Bill Belichick, why the hell would you want to go there? Why would you want to go there and deal with the BS from Jerry Jones? Deal with you're gonna chase Parcells' shoes again. You're gonna go in his, uh, you know, every, everywhere Parcells is gonna go. That's where Belichick's gonna follow him. I know that's his guy, but come on, he goes to New England after Bill, not right after, but you know, after Parcells was there. I know he was a part of the staff, but you know what I'm talking about. Now he's gonna go and follow in Bill Parcells' footsteps and go to Dallas. I, I wouldn't be surprised if McCarthy gets fired. Matter of fact, by the time you're listening to this, he might be fired already. But the idea that it's a layup that Bill Belichick's going to want to go there, not so fast. With Dak, if you're a Cowboys fan, what do you do? Like, what? what's the – or if you're the Cowboys, what's the plan? That's This is not a head coach problem. This is a player's choke problem, specifically the quarterback. So in the NFL, you need a quarterback, obviously, right? You need a quarterback to have the ultimate success. But we've seen it plenty of times where even a good quarterback, Tua, Dak, you, you want to throw in Daniel Jones, whatever. I'm just trying to tie in everything here. Uh, uh, look, you could use Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers only won one Super Bowl, and that was many, many years ago. You need a good quarterback, but certain guys are good in the regular season and just can't get the job done in the postseason. That's infuriating. Like we felt, or at least I felt for a while, Dak's not the guy. Dak's not the guy. And then he was the guy for, you know, he, he initially I was like, man, he can't throw the football. But then he started to play really well. They were winning games consistently. Best offense in the league this year, for goodness sake. You're talking about the that, especially at home. And then he's going out there and they get behind. And by the way, that game turned with the coin flip where the Packers, where every team stupidly now, without even thinking about it, always defers because they want the ball to start the second half. Well, you give credit to LaFleur, who said, nope, I don't want the Dallas Cowboys to get up on us. I want the ball first. Give us the ball. They march right down the field, scored the touchdown, put Dallas behind the uh, you know behind the eight ball there, and they never recovered. Brilliant. 
by LaFleur. Brilliant. Decision, execution on the opening drive, and that was it. Cowboys couldn't recover. Anyway, you know, Dak's a good quarterback. He is good. You can't say that he sucks. He doesn't suck. He's good. Same thing with two. He doesn't suck. He's he's good at times. However, in the postseason, they can't get the job done. So what do you do? Do you go try to get somebody else, or do you say, hey, you know what? We're not going to be able to do any better. we got to take our chance with him. Similar to what we felt about the Giants after last year. They go on the road. They win a postseason game. You're thinking, well, I, I know he's not great, but where else are you going to go? And that's kind of the issue with today's NFL. I mean, there's only you – know, not every you, you can't be chasing the next, next Patrick Mahomes. You can't be chasing the next Joe Burrow. Jordan Love, look at what the Packers did to rebuild their team. How is it effing possible that they've had three quarterbacks in recent history, going back to Brett Favre in the early 90s, 93 or whatever it was, Favre then hands it off to Rodgers after he sat for a while, learned under him. Now Rodgers hands it off to Love after Love sat for a while, and he looks terrific. He's another one, by the way, in season. And the Packers really sent me on a tailspin. Tailspin. See, I believed in them early in the year watching Jordan Love. Guy could throw the football. You can't deny that. But then he started making some bad decisions. Packers are playing poorly. Come Thanksgiving Day, I'm thinking, oh, man, Lions Thanksgiving. They're going to smoke the Packers. They beat the crap out of them last time they played them on Thursday Night Football earlier in the season. And boom, Packers play great. And that was really the beginning of their, you know, resurgence this year. And now they come in and buzz right through. The Dallas Cowboys in Dallas is a seven-point underdog, like twofold. Beautiful performance from LaFleur, from Love, from really everybody on that team, and it just shows how a, a you know, th that organization is very well run. It shows how well you can run an organization and what it takes to have sustained success, and that is exactly what's going on in Green Bay. And on the other end of that one, you have the Cowboys who were unbeatable at home, didn't lose at home at all, Dominant offense, thinking they're going to the Super Bowl, have the quarterback they love, have the skill position players, have a great defense, supposedly. And the expectation was, at the very least, get to the Super Bowl. And they get their ass kicked in the wild card round at home. I mean, point is, it could be worse. It could be worse if you're the Jets or you're the Giants. And... I don't mean as far as this year, like you'd obviously rather still be the Cowboys or the Dolphins or the Browns getting into the postseason. I know terrible losses, but still, you'd rather be in the postseason and have that game. But there's no reason why either of these crappy teams this year with the Jets or the Giants can't go on a run of their own next year. And instead of looking at it as far as, oh, they don't have this or this guy isn't good enough. Hey. It look like, would you rather have Dak Prescott? That's the other option. Well, look at look at Jalen Hurts and the Eagles, who will play on Monday Night Football. Would you rather have that? I mean, I know Hurts has been great, and obviously, you know, if you're putting him up against Daniel Jones individually, you know, and Dak Prescott, Dak Prescott individually, Hurts, uh, Prescott have accomplished more than Jones. But if it's about winning in the postseason, it ultimately is. Well, Daniel Jones did that too. He won a, a playoff game on the road. And there's no reason to think he couldn't do that moving forward. I don't know what the hell to believe anymore. 
The league is totally different. It's evolved to a point where craziness happens. It used to be consistency. There's multiple ways to do things. You can win with a rookie quarterback. You can win with a quarterback who sat for three years. You can win with a great defense. You can win with a lousy defense. The Jets and Giants can get it turned around. And instead of just saying they need this guy or need that guy, you know, even when you think you have the guy, you may not. It could always be worse. Would you rather be the Dolphins who are tied to Tua? Would you rather be the Cowboys who are tied to Prescott? That doesn't look like great options either. Oh, and by the way, one last thing on the head coaching stuff. If Mike McCarthy does, in fact, get fired, think about what that means. It makes it even worse that the Jets, certainly, or the Giants didn't even think to inquire about a potential head coaching change. Well, you have other teams all around the league considering making a change, already have made a change, potentially will make changes because they know how good some of the available coaches have been. Like, this is historic. If you're not evaluating it, I don't care who you are. You're not doing your due diligence. And the Jets certainly could use a real head coach. And even though I like Dable, and a lot has come out on Dable over the weekend, maybe we'll get into that a little bit later on with BT, I think you have to consider, at least consider, bringing in Belichick or Harbaugh or check the options. It'd be reckless not to. That does it for us on today's edition of WFA and Daily. Be back again tomorrow morning with another fresh one for you. If you're listening to this pre-10 a.m. on Monday, Tune in to BT and Sal on the Fan at 10 a.m. If you're listening to this afterward, hope you enjoyed BT and Sal on the Fan from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. weekdays, Monday through Friday. All right, we'll see you with another edition of WFN Daily tomorrow. Please download, rate, subscribe, wherever you get your podcasts.